Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Mindset Podcast. I am so glad you are here with me. My name is Carrie Dale, and I am your host. I am an entrepreneur, author, podcaster, manifester, and motivator. And I am on a mission to empower you to create the life of your dreams. If you are looking to uplevel your life, relationships, finances, productivity, and success, you have come to the right place. I will share with you tools, resources, strategies, my failures, and my successes that have all helped me achieve the life of my dreams. It is my goal with this podcast to help you see your potential and empower you to create the life of your dreams. So let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Thrive Mindset Podcast, where we delve into the art of thriving in every aspect of your life. I'm Carrie Dale, your host, and today I'm going to be guiding you through a topic that's really close to many hearts during the season, specifically mine, but I feel like many of you out there will feel the same. And that is navigating family dynamics during the holidays, specifically Thanksgiving, since it's this week. It's interesting to me how when the leaves change and the air gets crisper and we have this whole mix of um, warm and cold, how similar Thanksgiving is to that, right? Thanksgiving brings its own mix of warmth and complexity. And for many of us, that's with family gatherings and people that we don't always see all the time, but, um, but we gather together, right? And while they're cherished... And we love them so much. Those same people can also be a source of stress and tension in your life. Whether it's navigating difficult conversations or dealing with past conflicts or just trying to maintain your inner peace in this crazy environment, we've all been there. And today I want to explore how we can handle these situations with grace and understanding and to get through it without without it ruining your day or feeling bad or turning what is supposed to be a joyous time into something negative. And I think it, I think it can be done and it's, it takes a little bit of prep and it takes a little bit of understanding and it takes uh, a lot of patience and a lot of gratitude, but it can be done. So let's start first with understanding family dynamics. In every family, dynamics are as unique as the individuals themselves. Family dynamics are a blend of personalities and histories and expectations, which is a really interesting thing to think about. I have my expectation of what the day is supposed to be, but everyone else in that room has their own expectations of what that day is supposed to be. And it just because I think that Thanksgiving is supposed to go one way doesn't mean that everybody else agrees with me. And that's okay. But it's really important to think about that and remember that expectations and perceptions are all individual and we all have that right to have it. It's also important to recognize that during a time of bringing together a family, that sometimes the joy of reunion is actually tainted with the anxiety of past or conflicts resurfacing or differing viewpoints clashing. I mean, you, the list can go on and on, right? It is it's almost like this dance. And trying to find that rhythm that works for everyone can be so incredibly hard because 
Oh, it, it can just be hard. I mean, I, you, you've seen the memes and the jokes about, you know, don't talk about politics at holidays and that kind of thing. And it, we laugh about it. And it's funny. But but in some families, that really is like the conflict and the battle and the, the stress that comes with it. But in my mind, a lot of it really comes down to personalities and and a lot of times going back to the start of the relationship, right? Whether it be, you know, parents being parents and children reverting to being children, even though the children are now adults, the roles seem to come out during these days. And I love this. Dr. Jane Smith, a renowned psychologist, explains that these tensions often stem from a deep-seated family roles and expectations, and that we might revert to our teenage selves or find old rivalries bubbling up. Dr. Smith also suggests that understanding these dynamics is the first step towards navigating them effectively. And how true is that, right? Recognizing in ourselves how we behave. So in my world, I haven't spent the holidays with anyone other than my children and friends over the last several years. And and that's uh, probably a good thing. Honestly, it for me, it is. I Not to say that I don't miss family times, but in thinking about what Dr. Jane Smith says here, I do personally revert to being the child when when my parents are around. I allow them to have things their way. I allow them to tell me how each thing needs to be done, even though the meal may be being prepared in my home. I allow them to dictate my day. For example, they like to have dinner. They like to have it, you know, one thirty-two. I like to have it more closely to dinner time. That's my choice. But when my parents are around, it always happens at one or two because that is the way they like it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with me deciding that's okay. But it just shows how I personally immediately go to what they want. Or I make certain dishes that I normally would not make when they're not there. I I personally love making cranberry sauce and uh, using my grandma's recipe, but my parents prefer the cranberry sauce out of a can. <laughs> and instead of just doing both, I just do the can one, which I'm then, you know, a little disappointed or, or whatever about, resentful about. So it's really, I guess my whole point of telling you all this is not to like rehash the things I do as much as it is to just take a little bit of time to evaluate yourself and evaluate how they may be behaving and why it is they may be doing that. I mean, even even in my case, I need to, you know, think about my kids who, while I still look at them as kids, they are definitely, I mean, they are all of the age of being adults, but they are definitely moving that direction in their lives. They They want to participate. They want to bring things. And I even though I like things my way, I have to remember, oh yeah, they may want something a little different. They may want to contribute in their own way. And it's it's important to acknowledge that. So I think once you have really just thought, and you, it, I'm not telling you to, to like go into counseling over this. Once you've really considered why everybody behaves the way they do, then I think we need to move into how how you're going to navigate those difficult conversations and those difficult situations. 
And I would say the first thing for all of us would to be to have active listening. Active listening is more than just hearing words. It's about truly understanding the emotions and the intentions behind them. And one of my favorite things actually about active listening is when you are actively listening, you should not be in in your head thinking about what your response is. Because if you're busy thinking about your response, you're actually not actively listening to the person who's speaking to you. So this Thanksgiving, let's practice really listening to our family members and giving them the space to express themselves without immediate judgment, without reaction, without already knowing what you're going to say in response. Instead, just let them talk and listen. And then, then pause for a minute. Pause and think on it before you respond. It's amazing how sometimes just being heard by whomever you're speaking to is all that needed to happen. Another thing that we should all be doing is setting some boundaries. And when I say that, I'm not saying you're building up walls or that you're not allowing things to happen. I'm talking more about defining your space in a way that's respectful to both you and those around you. For example, you have the right to excuse yourself from a conversation or to politely decline discussing certain topics. That is okay. It is okay to let somebody finish speaking and then say, you know, this is a day that I really uh, don't want to get into this topic. And if you guys want to keep talking about it, I'm going to head over to the other room. Or, you know, I, I love you so much. I know we have some things we really need to sit down and talk about. But today, I just want to celebrate us as a family. And I just want to be grateful for everything. And I don't, I don't want I don't want it to be a negative experience for any of us. So setting up those boundaries is really, is really important. And it, it also sets the stage for how your day may go. So think about that even prior to the day itself. Think about calling those people who are going to be with you that day that you know you might have an issue with and just coming to a mutual agreement ahead of time that you're not going to talk about certain things and see what happens. The other thing too is to really choose your battles because not every disagreement needs to be a debate. Sometimes the best course of action is to agree to disagree. And no matter how many boundaries you may set, no matter how much you may want to walk away from a conversation, maybe you don't have another room to go to, whatever it is, but really choosing your battles within that and choosing them wisely can help maintain peace, ensure that everyone else around you enjoys the holiday. I know when I was little, my mom used to always say uh, that line from Bambi, if you can't say something nice, then don't say anything at all. And I really work on that during the holidays. I really work on that when I'm in situations with family that I don't spend a lot of time with. And I may not agree with everything or I may want to fight back just because I, as I don't agree and I want to say my, my stance, but I can hear my mom every time just saying, you know, well, I think it was actually Thumper's mom and Bambi that says that, but I can hear, I can hear my mom echoing it and just saying, if you can't say something nice, then don't say anything at all. And it's so true. So choose your battles wisely 
Choose your words wisely. Choose when you're going to speak and when you're not. Be present, be mindful, and recognize this is just one day. It is just one day, and it is a day that while you can't control everyone else, you can control how you behave and you can control how you react. Another thing I really want to encourage you during the holidays and and this week specifically is to take some time for yourself because I know that the hustle and bustle of getting everything ready and having company and the cleaning and the cooking and the prepping and all the things we do to host Thanksgiving or attend a Thanksgiving can be a lot of work. So take a minute for yourself. Go outside for a quick walk. Sit down and just practice some deep breathing. Enjoy a moment of the quiet. Go get a massage. I mean, I know, I know you're all really busy and I hear you. But if you find yourself in this angsty, tensed up feeling, find a way, find a way to break for yourself. Find a way to do 30 minutes of exercise if that's what you love to do, if that's what relaxes you. Go for a walk with a dog, sit and read a book. I, I don't care what it is, but find something something that will help you feel less overwhelmed in all of this chaos. I would also say that that Thanksgiving, well, holidays, any any celebration is what, it can be what you want it to be. And that means that if your friends are family, then have them around you too. You know, for for many years, we have had some very good friends join us almost every Thanksgiving. And it's funny because they are, they have been and are still every year, my saving grace during tense moments. Just knowing that they know you, just knowing that they know the situation and, and that they are, are there to, I don't want to say it's not their, it's not their job because it's not their job to distract. But I just know with me that these specific friends always do do that. Like they, they are so good at recognizing those, those triggers within me that those, um, those moments that can be hard and, and just turning around making me laugh or distracting that other person. Or, I mean, even better, like sitting by these people and putting space between yourself when you're at the table, there's just, there's something magical about what friends can do during a time like that. So enjoy that feel validated to have them there and know they are your family too because this is thanksgiving and because we all know how much i love gratitude i do want to talk briefly on gratitude during this time so let's try a quick exercise close your eyes for a moment and think of one thing that you're grateful for about each family member it can be small it can be big it can be it could be the silliest of things, but think of one thing about each and every person that you are going to be surrounded with this Thanksgiving. Think of one thing that you can be grateful for. Because seriously, that is just a baby step of cultivating a spirit of gratitude and compassion towards those people. And if you can do that now, and then flag that in your mind, so that when you were standing in the same room, you can remember that and say, oh yeah, I I am grateful for the time that 
cousin George help me, you know, put together my son's bike, whatever it is. If you can just think of that one thing that you can be grateful for for them, it will it'll help you be in a better mindset on Thanksgiving. And lastly, let's talk about empathy and how transformative that can be. Because when we try to understand where our family members are coming from, we open a door to a more meaningful and peaceful interactions, right? We, we can be sympathetic to how they feel and back to the whole like active listening thing. When we, when we give them a moment to, to share and for us to understand and for us to reciprocate with compassion and kindness, well, our interactions become much more mutually beneficial, and remember, compassion starts with ourselves and then it extends outwards. So give yourself a little bit of grace. Give yourself a little compassion. Be kind. Recognize where you were at, what you were feeling, and show yourself the compassion that you wish you were being shown. And from there, it will expand out of you. It will. You know, and as we wrap up today, I... I, I just want to acknowledge, I, I get how how the holidays can be such a hard time for so many people for many different reasons. And I just want you all to remember that it's totally normal to feel a range of emotions during family gatherings. And what's really, really important is how we handle those emotions. So I hope that you all can have a moment to breathe, can enjoy the day can set some healthy boundaries that will make will make this day and all of the holidays a truly lovely experience. And I'd love to hear your stories and tips on how you navigate your family dynamics during the holidays. So share them in our community and share them on social media and let me know cuz look, I'm not perfect at this either. I I still I still have to navigate all of this myself. And that's probably why I feel so called to chat with you about it today, because it's not easy, but I do know we can do it. And for me, I'm going to work on setting up those boundaries ahead of time. I'm going to work on not speaking unless I have something nice to say. And I am going to focus on gratitude because I know that gratitude has changed everything in my life. And I know that gratitude can help me through this. So thank you again for joining me. I hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and it's filled with peace and understanding and joy. And until next time, just remember that I believe in you and you can manifest the life of your dreams. 